What's up, Dreadheads? I'm John. And I'm Jay. And welcome to a brand new episode of Fright Flick Fuck Mary Kill, where we watch the movies and we decide in our own really messed up way if we want to fuck it, marry it, or kill it. And in this week's episode, we're going to review Terrifier. Now that the sequel's out, I guess we should call it Terrifier 1. But that's what we're going to cover this week. As uh, I told you guys the last time, Joe's not doing this one. She's busy with uh, raising the uh, Princess Zuzu, the first of the Princess of Dread, and doing nursing school. So I got my fucking fucked up brother who's going to handle all this shit with me. Jay, tell him a little bit about yourself real quick. We're going we're gonna to quit doing this eventually. Yeah. But it's the second yeah. episode, so let's go ahead and let him know who you are, where to follow you, and what you're about. Uh, yep, yeah, I'm the older brother. Um, the oldest dude. brother, to be fair, because I'm the baby. And as we said in the other one, there's a there's a middle brother right in between us, and he has no desire to have anything to do with this, but we love him unconditionally. But yes, my eldest brother Jay. I wonder if he follows along. I, wonder I if he would. This I would doubt it. I, and if he does, I'm sure he is probably from a a real point of disappointment, because uh, he's always kind of been the parent of us three. Yeah. So uh, we love but, you, uh, Jacob. Yeah, we love you, brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, follow me on Instagram. That's all I really do because Instagram don't monitor me like fucking Facebook does. Yeah, Facebook's fucking dying. It's going yeah. the way of MySpace. It's just taking yeah. longer because there's so many people on it. So come follow uh, CJ Rollins, R-O-L-O-I-N-G-S 69. Um, it's nothing fancy. I post a lot of memes. Bad memes, you know. If you feel <laughs> well, they're not, they're not, they're only bad yeah. if you don't have a respect for really yeah. fucking awful humor. Which, yeah. if you're a dreadhead, you should fucking follow him because he might be more fucked up than what we post. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in, 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 tag me and fucked up shit. If you got fucked up shit, oh I like yeah, fucked up shit. so <laughs> tag me and uh, but yeah, follow me along in that. Um, there will be posts sometime about the online i racing that I do. Yep, you are the official iRacing driver for Spread the Dread podcast, and you recently got your first victory. Tell them a little bit about that before we kick off into this episode. Uh, First one, by racing the Spread the Dread colors, I got my first win, set on the pole, led the most laps, had the fastest car. So that was a a big deal, you know, being the first time with those colors on. So I had a lot of fun with that, and I enjoyed running those colors. And you were uh, the, the picture you were showing me, uh, that's like the Formula One style racing. Are you about to start doing those as well with that new body style? Or have you been doing those prior? Or? I've been doing them prior. I just uh-huh. recently got my painter guy to do me up like seven or eight more for a gotcha. lot of the, the road racing type cars. So, yeah, that one, those will be what I run from now on. Like every car race now is painted in the spread to direct colors. So every time I run online or anything, that's that's the car I have now. Right, so make sure to check him out on IG, CJ Rawlings, R-O-L-L-I-N-G-S 69. And then he's going to be posting up, you know, if he's if he's able to know, hey, in advance, when they're going to be live streaming this shit. If you're into that, go ahead. That's the official, uh, the, mo- the official race car of Spread the Dread because there's not a single motherfucker in real life who's going to want to put our fucking, even a sticker on our on their car of us. But yeah, so check him out there. And of course, make sure you check out spreadthedreadpodcast.com. That's going to have links to our podcast apps, our YouTube, our BitChute, our merch store, our donation tier. And there's a podcast player right there. If you're watching this, you should be watching it on YouTube and BitChute because this is the only actual video show currently that Spread the Dread does. But if you're audio only, we're taking care of you on that one as well. 
Uh, I don't think I have anyone to really shout out or anything this week. But yeah, just make sure you are definitely following on YouTube. Make sure that you are doing a like, a share, comment, hit subscribe below, and make sure you click that bell so that you get notifications. Currently, we're going to be trying to do these every Friday of every week. So that is going to be uh, the time and the place for you to come and check these out. Now, we're doing Terrifier 1. Jay, let's move into it. The buckle biggest up. reason. Yo, buckle fucking up. buckle up, buttercups <laughs> and bitches. Yes. We're doing Terrifier 1, which is a little old hat to some people. It's, a, it's about four years old at this point. But the biggest reason is, is because Terrifier 2 is out. And it's been fucking doing great, doing a limited run in theaters uh, for three weeks now. And despite being currently in less than a thousand theaters, it's been in the top 10 box office draws because fucking there's way more dreadheads out there than any of you want to fucking imagine. And those numbers show it. And now this fucked up gory two and a half hour flick about a killer clown, not Pennywise because art's better. Bang, bang, shots fucking fired. Yeah, uh, has yeah, oh yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Pennywise is dope, but yeah, art fucking completely came art. in. No, art said, Hold my fucking beer, and yes. Pennywise is still fucking still holding, holding that it. beer. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so three weeks in, uh, less than a thousand theaters a week, it's already made over five mil. And I had to actually adjust my notes because, um, it's actually going to be, um, like all dread, it is spreading to more than 1,500 theaters this upcoming weekend by the time you're watching this. So those numbers just going to keep adding up. But let's jump into the movie that kicked it off. And the reason we want to do this is because next Monday, Halloween, the 31st, uh, Terrifier 2 is going to be actually streaming on Screenbox, which is the streaming platform that is owned and operated by Bloody Disgusting, one of my favorite websites. And they are one of the main financers that got this movie going. Uh, so. Next Friday, come back here, and we're going to be talking about Terrifier 2. So that's going to be a lot more relevant, but we figured, fuck it. We got a little bit of time. Let's talk about the first one. So let me get a quick overview of everything here. Now, Terrifier uh, was a 2016 American slasher film that was written, produced, and directed by Damien Leone. It stars a bunch of people that you might not have known then, but you should know now. David Howard Thornton, who is fucking mm. horror royalty at this point for his yes. two turns as Art the Clown and of course uh, Jenna Cannell who is a very uh, underground scream queen uh, she's also been in the Bye Bye Man and a few other stuff uh, Samantha Scafal- uh, Scafidi Catherine uh, Corcoran Matt McAllister and Michael Levy David Horton Thou- uh, David Howard Thornton I'm gonna fuck that up a few different times hey, a lot of these names don't fuck up Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, when, usually when you've got three names that you actually advertise, you're either a serial killer or an actor. So he's luckily an actor. But David <laughs> Howard Thornton uh, portrays the murderous Art the Clown, who hunts three young women, uh, played by Canel, Scafidi, and Corcoran on Halloween. It's actually the second feature film appearance of Art the Clown as a character after Damien Leone's 2013 anthology film, All Hallows' Eve, which incorporated footage from previous short films that he also directed and featured Art the Clown. Uh, Terrifier premiered at the Telluride Horror Show Film Festival in October 2016 uh, before being picked up by actual Dread Central, uh, another major um, horror movie website, and Epic Pictures for a limited theatrical release, much more limited than what they're doing now. Uh, In March of 2018, the film received mixed reviews, obviously, uh, with praise directed towards the special effects, which are fucking top-notch and practical as fuck, and 
David Howard Thornton's performance as Art the Clown, which, again, if you've never seen this movie, it's not for everybody. It is a fucked up movie. But regardless, David Howard Thornton is just fucking spectacular in this. And again, he's not a classically trained actor. For some of those who don't know, his speciality is in cl- clowning and miming. Mime. Yep. Yeah, so this, so this dude was born to play Art the Clown, and he fucking owns it. Now, uh, a little bit of trivia. The original Art the Clown in All's ha- All Hallows' Eve, uh, Michael Gianelli, uh, decided not to reprise the role of Art for this one because uh, he didn't like how long it took to put all the prosthetics on. Yeah. So uh, you, you missed out on that one, Big Mike. Yes. Uh, uh, David Howard Thornton was actually the sixth person to audition to be Art the Clown, and his saving grace was during the audition, he began miming, tasting the head of his beheaded victim's blood, but then decided that he needed to add a pinch of salt to improve its flavor, and boom, because Damien Leon's a fucking genius, genius, he got the fucking job. Now, again, as we said, the sequel, Terrifier 2, was released earlier in October of this year, and it's been fucking killing it, despite the fact that it's almost two and a half hours long and mm-hmm. is fucking gross and gory. Yes. <laughs> Just as much so or more so than this one, um, with actually audience members reporting vomiting and fainting in there, which it, I would totally buy. And I wouldn't probably buy that since any movie since like The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby when everyone was all in arms about the satanic panic and shit like that. But yeah, it's and again, if you're watching this, you're watching this on Friday, the 28th, it's more than likely playing somewhere near you because it began its run with like eight or nine hundred theaters. Then it went down Mm -hmm. to like 700, then around like it held about 700 when it uh, debuted in Canada as well in its third week. And now it's almost doubled them because it's fucking doing gangbusters. And on a per theater average, it's actually beating Halloween ends. So that's another fucking feather in Damien Leon's caps right there. But again, if you can't make it to theaters for it on Halloween this year, it's going to be streaming exclusively on screen box. You can download that app on Voodoo, pretty much anything like that, and be able to check it out. So, Jay, as we always say, we're going to do these on three criteria. Now, of course, our final review is going to be, would we fuck it? Would we marry it? Or would we kill it? Was it just a good night? And maybe we'll have another one, as in a fuck? Do we want to put a ring on it and fucking spend the rest of our lives with it? Or is it a kill? Hey, maybe if we even enjoyed it a little bit, we ain't going to tell anybody about it, and we're certainly not going to call it back. So let's get into the first thing that we talk about. And I'm going to let you kick this off. Let's let's give a little bit of our opinion on the story of Terrifier 1. The before I get into that real quick though. Go ahead. You mentioned the people in the in the the movie theater passing out and throwing up. Oh, if yeah. you went to see Terrifier 2, I would think you've seen Terrifier 1. And if you've seen one, it should have given you a little taste <laughs> of what you were getting into. You know, and yeah. I hope like I hope that they just pushed it even further. You know, I right. won't because I'm a huge fan of the blood and the gore. Now you, you haven't know. seen Terrifier two yet at this point, right? No, 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 no. I haven't seen no, it. Yet. And, and neither have I. Yeah, uh, none there, of us there's, have. There's, there's there's places it's obviously leaked. Um, yes. if you're if you're into that, and I had access to it, but I was like, I I just kind of want to wait. And then luckily, yes. bloody disgusting put it out. Hey. It's going to drop on this. I was like, all right, fuck it. I can do I wanted to go to theaters and see it, but with a two and a half hour runtime and a new baby, and it's very selective. There was actually one less than 20 miles from me, but 
with the new baby and shit like that. We just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So when you guys get our our Fright Flick Fuck Mary Kill review of Terrifier 2 next week, just know at this point in time, neither of us have seen it. Um, and I will go ahead and say before we go any further, fucking spoilers. We don't have filters here. We're not trying to protect you or anything like that. So if you haven't seen Terrifier 1 or Terrifier 2 by the time you watch the next episode, we're probably going to ruin it for you because we've been drinking and smoking heavily and we also just kind of shoot from the fucking hip. Jay, go ahead and go yes. on. Okay, so so the storyline in it begins in the very beginning. It starts off with a, a like a news story. There's a little television and there's like a news reporter getting ready and she's interviewing this lady. Yeah, and, fucked up looking lady. Oh my God. Looks like a they, human jack-o'-lantern basically. Yeah, yeah. And it when it's, and that's one of the things, like I said, I like a movie that kind of gets me to go like, what the fuck? Like right out of yeah. the gate. And, and, and in that interview, she's interviewing this lady that apparently was a survivor from Art. Right, yeah. She, right. Had, current, she had previously encountered yeah. Art the Clown the Halloween prior and was the only survivor of it. Yep. And then after that, it kind of gets into, you know, it's kind of a basic storyline to get it going. It gets your attention, especially with the lady, because you kind of like, like, like I was, I was like, man, what the hell? But then the cool yeah. part was when it had Art it's like he was watching that news report. Well, yeah, because she lets she lets him know. I think that either like his body disappeared from the morgue or something. Yeah. In the interview, she lets him know, like, hey, you know, the body of his of Art the Clown is they can't find the fucking thing. Yep. And yeah, and yeah, and then it basically cuts to the intro theme where he's fucking polishing his tools yeah, and getting he's getting ready for getting he's getting ready. ready for round motherfucking two. And yes. he like probably watched that with his dick in his hand, just like fuck yeah, let's go again. Yep. And uh, and then, like I said, it shows him getting his stuff ready, and then it, it jumps to the two ladies on Halloween night coming back from you. Tell they've been out partying and drinking. Party girls, yep, yeah, party girls, and got and their then slutty kinda, spirit Halloween oh, costumes yeah. on, you know. Yes, and, but one thing I will give them credit for, in a lot of movies, you'll see them 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 type of characters where they they can't act. The acting's not that great. They don't really. You just kind of know, like right out of the gate, like you're dead. You're, you're they're going to have to kill you because you're so yes. talentless yes. as an actress, but you're pretty. Uh, yep. And maybe you could scream Willie w- really well. So, yeah. yeah. But both of these, the, the ladies that played them, and what were their, I got the notes over uh, here. So you got Jenna you, Kennel. Yeah, yeah. Jenna Cannell and, um, uh, oh, what was the other girl? Catherine, uh, Catherine Corcoran. Catherine yeah, that's Corcoran. the two party girls. Yes. And yeah, for a, for a movie that was made for roughly around $100,000, the acting does not show it in that. No, You've got some people no. giving it all. And again, like I said, uh, Jenna Cannell, you know, she's kind of an up and coming screen queen. She's she yep. she mostly focuses on horror uh, as far as mainstream audiences. The Bye Bye Man would probably be the biggest thing you had seen her in. But, yeah, they 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 play their role very well, uh, as most people in this movie do. And then the first time it shows art, you know, the, the two girls are walking down the street and they're, you know, they're standing at their car. They're both kind of high and drunk and trying to figure yeah. out who's driving. But then, you know, Art kind of shows up and just gives him this look. And when it's as soon as you see him, like it was just like, oh, he is so fucking cool. Like, right. He he is to me the most terrifying clown. I know we're going to talk about Circus of the Dead. We're going to get to that one because 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 Jay (laughs) is a massive. If you know that movie, Jay is a massive popcorn fan. And if you don't know about it, buckle up in a a week or two. We're going to get to that one. But. Yeah, Art, I'm sorry. If you find Pennywise creepy, Art will fucking haunt your life. Yes. And, you know, and 
the two girls kind of getting that, you know, if I go get something to eat, I'll sober up and can drive. So they go to this little, you know, little diner. Yeah, a little you know, pizza parlor. There, little pizza parlor. And then lo and behold, who comes walking in? Fucking Art with his damn trash bag of toys. <laughs> <laughs> that trash the, bag. And 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 then this part, I don't want to go into a lot because of what goes on in that diner. Right. But the one part to where the uh Tara, not Tara, Dome. Yes, yes, Dawn. The, yeah, the, Dawn. The, yeah, the Dawn. one she she kind of starts fucking with. Yeah, Art. she's kind of like messing with Art and like talking to him, and then she gets up and goes over there and just jumps on his lap, and then it's like trying and starts taking a selfie with him, and it was so funny to me because I was just like, and he's giving her this look, and I'm like, in my mind, I'm going, Art's gonna fuck you up, you know? right? Like he's giving all the signs of stranger danger, and she's either too fucking drunk. Or just in the Halloween spirit or just too slutty and just wants yep. to fucking get a nice IG picture warning to all those people out there who think it's better to get a picture than to be fucking safe. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, so it's, it's, it snowballs from there. I mean, that's the oh, introduction yeah. to art. And to, to me, I mean, um, you know, I, I like again, like you, the opening interview is very effective at getting you drawn in and knowing, mm-hmm. okay, especially for most people, they're never going to have seen All Hallows Eve. Uh, before, but when they originally saw this, it was it was not a very certainly nowhere near the impact of Terrifier one. Um, so it it, go, it does good at establishing that. Uh, but but outside of that, it's the story's pretty basic for a slasher movie, and that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it does kind of set where everything's going and sets um you know uh, those two characters uh, again Tara, who's played by Jenna Cannell. Uh, she would be, I guess, the most, the closest thing to a, the starring girl in this one. Not to give she, too she much reminded away. Me, she reminded me a lot of, of Sydney. Was it on Scream? Yeah. She, well, yeah, because, she, it, yeah, because Dawn is kind of like way more like uh, just really bigger and larger than life. She's more into the party thing. You can tell yeah. like Tara just. Like that's her for like Tara's more of like the introvert and like Dawn is the extrovert and they just happen to party together this Halloween, which spells bad news for fucking both of them. Uh, but again, like I said, standard story fair, nothing really that's crazy or anything, but it's it's all setting up because this movie, and, and I don't care if they make Terrifier 26, they gotta be about art. This mm-hmm. movie is about art the fucking clown and the people who've just so happened to be so unlucky to have passed by him. So now you mentioned the casting. Um, so let's move into the second criteria. I think, I mean, again, the story, it, it definitely is set up well and it flows well, uh, yes. but it is standard slasher fare. That is not what anybody who loves Terrifier is there for. But I would say the same thing if you're a fan of Jason or Michael Myers or Leatherface or Freddie, you're not there for the fucking plot. Just nope. kick it off and make sure that everything makes sense from there on out and bring us the fucking kills, which we're going to get to. But first, let's talk about the cast. We talked about him earlier. David Howard Thornton, I I, I would go ahead and say right now, uh, I, I'm glad the original art didn't come back. Um, mm-hmm. If you've seen All Hallows Eve, he does a perfectly fine job. Yeah. David Howard Thornton has classical clown and mime training and motherfucker dude he is so fucking good as art the clown like it is yes it's it's his, scary his movements and everything is just and like i said that the movie is typical you know girls get scared go, girls run away kill the right. face girls <laughs> but 
They make terrible decisions. They hide in the wrong rooms. They go up the stairs instead of down the stairs. Yes, but it is like Jonathan, like John said, it is about art and seeing him do what he does. And, you know, and he played that. I could just watch, I could watch that movie every day. Yeah, absolutely. It is just to me, I enjoy art just to watch him. Well, and that's the but, thing. If if anybody who's watching this is, if you haven't seen Terrifier, and I'm sure there's plenty of you who haven't, it is. If you don't understand like what everyone is talking about this movie, it is art. There's mm-hmm. everyone else does a fine. Everybody else does, and the story does what they need to yes. to accentuate art. And David Howard Thornton handles that starring role so fucking well as him. And again. Jenna Canella uh, as Tara, you know, she she was my favorite, as I put my notes, fodder for art. We're going to get to that, but she definitely probably lasts the longest around him. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, we could do an entire episode just bragging about David Howard Thornton at this point about yeah, art. And, 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 that's, and that's the thing that everybody's going to know who art is. But the other ones, that some of the ones that stood out in the movie that I really liked, and I just called her the, 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 the crazy lady. You know, yes, and, and she's technically referred to as the cat lady, but even yeah. me thinking about this, I was like, I'm sure there were some cats there, but she's she's in this abandoned apartment where apartment building where everything goes down. So basically, when the two girls are, uh, they have some issues and they, I, I need to go into your apartment. Somebody's there who runs the abandoned apartment or it's in under construction. I need to go in and pee. And so now everything takes place in this abandoned apartment building. And there's this this lady who's literally referred to as the cat lady. But I, I kind of think of her as the doll lady. Uh, she's played yeah. by Puya Mosini. Um, but yeah, yeah, talk about her because she's fucking creepy too. She is. And, and you know, the, the whole cat thing came from, you know, when uh, Tara was coming down right. the stairs and heard a cat making noise. And like, it, like in typical white people fashion, <laughs> we got to go be fucking nosy. Yeah. Like, oh, what is that? Every, I guess I better go yes. check it out. Yeah. What's that weird noise in this rundown, raggedy ass building that I'm here in the dark corner? Let me just walk my ass over there and take a look. Like typical white folk. This but, is why if you ever try to do a woke version of Scooby Doo, like with a, with a lesbian and a bunch of people of color, it won't work because Scoob and the gang only went and investigated because they were white as fucking crackers and Wonder Bread, bro. Yep, that's why it works. But yeah, the, 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 and that's where the cat thing came from. So, and then when you go in there and she, you know, she kind of looks around and she could tell that somebody's living there, you know, like right. a homeless person. Like a squatter, yeah. Yes. And then when she kind of turns around and, and crazy lazy, crazy lady standing there, what's her first name? Puya? Yeah, yeah. Puya Amosini is the actress, but yeah, in the okay. credits, she's just referred to as the cat lady. <clears throat> yeah. But, and so she's kind of standing there, you know, and she's talking to her, you know, are you new in the building? And she's holding Emily. Which yeah. The is doll. Her baby, which is a fucking baby doll. Yeah. You know? And she, that that's her baby, baby, you know, but she was so good. And, right. and just to, to play that real creepy, creepy, crazy lady. And, and the sad part is the old, old cat woman tried to save him. Oh yeah. She yeah. Up, she tried her best. Yeah. She was, assumed, she was their lifeline. But again, yes. I mean, am I going to fucking listen to the lady who's holding oh, a no. baby dog calling it her own child? Yeah. No. But yeah. Oh yeah. She, she, she was fantastic. And honestly, when like that happened, I was like, God damn it. These bitches are in a lot of trouble. There's a killer clown outside. There's this fucked up lady with a baby doll yeah. that she thinks is real inside. Like, I don't know who's going to kill who at this point. Yep. 
and, uh, and, but, and, and go ahead and having ahead. those like the, the crazy cat lady and then there was a part of me when that first time i watched it i'm like is this his mama is she gonna be tied to him some way or another you know and that's kind same of thing <laughs> same thing i was like i was like all right fuck it if like i'm just waiting for like like i don't know like some kind of fucked up weird like yeah hugging scene or family reunion or like god yeah, forbid like, they start inbred. fucking or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like i could have totally fucking Incest. seen that right <laughs> but yeah like i said the, the rest of the cast honestly apart from the ones we mentioned those were the standouts but i mean everybody here yeah. did for a movie on this kind of budget oh yeah every, I, the actors and actresses that were a part of this were were fucking fantastic but we know why you're here dreadheads so it's let's get into the third criteria you goddamn right this is the same reason why we watch horror movies Let's talk about the kills. Jay, run down just two or three of your favorite kills in this movie. Holy it's shit, a tough man. one because they it are so all hard. great. I they will are. say, I, I'll kick it off. The first one, I mean, and they're all great. The first one that I really enjoyed was when he gets Dawn. That's the slutty friend. So Ooh. he's chasing after Tara. He ends up be, he ends up drugging her with something that knocks her out. She wakes up tied to a chair. She hasn't seen Dawn in a minute. She's running around trying to find her when Art starts chasing her. Well, when she comes to in the chair, Dawn's dangling upside down from the goddamn ceiling. She's behind yep. the chair, and Art has a fucking hacksaw. Let you fucking go ahead and figure where that goes when he saws her in fucking half right in front of her and dude. Right down the middle. And her yes. legs, and when he says hanging upside down, her legs are like this. Yes. And if you've yeah. ever listened to any of the Tortures and Execution episodes, we cover that where they basically saw him from asshole to appetite upside yes. down and right in fucking front of her. And the practical effects are just glorious oh, on it. So good. Uh, so outside and of Dawn. I did was, read something on that, though. Go ahead. I was reading that in that part where. Tara was tied down in the chair. Yeah. They basically, she, she stayed tied up the entire time through everything because she wanted to have that feeling to yes. stay there. Yeah. She, 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 yeah, I saw that too. She wouldn't get untied during breaks. Yeah. Like she, she they, there. she, and, and that was at her fucking request because yep. she wanted the feeling of discomfort. And I, I'll tell you what, it, it comes through. It made me discomforted. I'll promise you that. Yes. Yeah, um, that scene. So outside of outside of the dawn, I mean, all all there's tons of great kills in this. What would what would oh, be your yes. your next one? Mine was the, but we're, we fucking do spoilers. So mine was yeah, yeah. The, the 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 part where Art shoots Dawn, yes, in the face, yes. And the reason I liked it was because at that point, you know, she was putting a little whooping on Art. Old yes. girl has some fight in her. Oh like yeah, she was she was throwing down with him with her big two by four, whatever the hell it was, <laughs> you know. And she finally gets Art down, and she's like cussing at him, like you know, get the fuck up. And like I was like, damn, girl got some fight. Yeah, I was sitting there like, what? The time, how long has this movie been on? Is she about to yeah. fucking wreck this dude? Yeah, and, and the, the, what I liked about it was because when you watch it, you just think Art's that sick fuck that's just gonna have saws and screwdrivers and knives and do that's all the killing. only way he wants to kill yeah. he just, you would but think that's not he the takes case pleasure in that you think he takes pleasure in the torture and the killing but when art just gets up like man fuck this bitch and he pulls a <laughs> pistol out and just goes to the capping her you know yeah. and so when he finally he has to reload it of course and he comes right. back he shoots her like six or seven times just in the face and i was like to me i like that part because it showed it shows you that Art ain't all about the torture. No, he, he just, just wants, want, he wants to, he kill. Wants to kill. Exactly. You 
And I remember when this first came out and I saw that some people were kind of like, eh, I don't know about that. And I was like, no, I was, I I literally like stood up off the fucking couch. I was like, holy shit. He just fucking shot her. I was, and uh, Joe, she was there. And I was like, that's so perfect. I was like, because literally like you see it with Jason, Michael, all these other guys, they'll get the, they'll get their fucking dick stomped in and still they want to pursue. It's the Mm. chase and stuff like that. Art went, fuck that goddamn yeah. noise. This bitch is way tougher than I thought. Yep. Yo, I got a little fucking something, something right here in my clown pants and fucking wrecked her. <laughs> I, I love that. And I think that was a great choice by Damien. The other one was when the cat lady bit the dust. You don't really get to oh. see it. Oh, you don't get really to see it. it the, but but, the but after the after. Show. Yes. She comes into a room. Art's holding the baby. She's mm. worried because that's her real baby. She tries to start kind of getting like a maternal thing yes. to Art, trying to convince him. And then and then the next time he shows up, he's kind of like laying in the floor. And suddenly when he comes around, he's got cat lady scalp on his fucking head and her and fucking her titties, titties. Yes. hanging on. He scalped her and fucking gave her a goddamn rudimentary mastectomy and yep. fucking was wearing him as a trophy. And dude, I lost my shit at that. I went, oh my God. Yes, because you can tell that it's like, he, and even walking like he even had some heels on because when he started walking around, you seen the hair. And at first I didn't catch the, the titties right. until it showed him up close and he was looking for it. And you could see the wig and you could see him wearing the titties and the, the creepy walk he was doing during. It was that almost a very, it was movie. a very feminine walk. Yes. Like he was like, yes. Oh, I have her scalp and her tits. Now I'm yes. embodying her, which is again, great because you got David fucking Thornton. Who has that kind of skill? Yep. And God damn, it makes that scene he so much that, yes. fucking worse. But, the, but yeah, I mean, the part about the part whenever you're talking about, he came down the alleyway and he sees crazy lady sees him with the baby. One of the cool parts is when she's kneeling down talking to him, and what I wrote down what she said, and she she's talking to him, basically saying, "Don't hurt my baby. That's all yeah. I got." And she gets it right in his face, and like she like touches him, and she's like, "Is there kindness in you?" You know, and you and there's a moment where I'm like, come on now, Art. Yeah, yeah, come on. Just like Jack with the kids in the field from the last episode. All right, Art. Yeah. Are you are you fucking him, going full throttle or not? Yeah, because then she asked him, she's like, Have you ever felt a mother's touch? And then she like touches his face and like hugs him. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and, and then, he kind of seems like he leans yes, into it. There's a but part then, of it. But then with that next scene, you're just like, oh no, Art was just fucking with her. Yeah. insanely to get access to scalping her and fucking taking her tits off. Yeah. But in the interest of wrapping up time here again, mm-hmm. I think you guys know, but let's go ahead and break it down. Is it a fuck or a marry or a kill for you, Jay? I'm going to marry this one, dude. I'm going to marry yeah, it and stay I'm faithful it. to it. I'm not even going to fuck its good friend who looks no. hot and won't fucking tell anybody anything. Terrifier one. If you like your slashers, and you can handle, because this is not for everybody. No. It should be. So if you can handle the gore, this is some of the best modern practical gore you will see anywhere. And I may fucking change that when we see Terrifier 2 next week. But for right now, the practical effects are just some of the best stuff you will ever fucking yes. see. And I, I just don't know if you're a fan of slashers. I mean, it is cruel. It is fucking real mean, which we dig. I would imagine I go- a lot of you guys would, too. I go by saying the more the the more gore the more the gore the higher the score. That's yeah, the way yeah. I kind of. Oh, I like that. You know, I, I like that. It. Yeah, more <laughs> gore, better score, baby. There we yeah. go. So yeah, definitely a Mary from both of us. I, I 
I can't recommend it highly enough. I will give that small caveat as far as the blood uh, and guts, because a lot of slashers, especially when you think of like your Jason's, your Freddy's, something like that. Yeah. The blood and the guts are kind of done campy. This is not fucking campy. Everything else, I mean, honestly, it it feels campy because there's this guy in this clown costume, but there's nothing campy about the fucking kills. They are mean-spirited, they are fucking cruel, and they do not turn the camera away. They zoom in on that shit. Yeah. Go check it out and let us know what your view is on it. Absolutely. Yeah, make sure that you comment below. Would you fuck this? Would you marry it? Would you kill it? Maybe you do all three. Uh I don't judge anybody anymore. It's 2022. Rub it up against, put it up into whatever the fuck you want to. But that's going to wrap up this episode of Fright Flick, Fuck, Mary Kill. Make sure you check out my brother Jay, CJ Rawlings, R-O-L-L-I-N-G-S-6-9 on IG. If you want some really fucked up memes and things like that. And don't forget, if you haven't checked out our previous episode where we cover the house that Jack built, definitely do that and be here this exact same time next week where we are going to review and cover Terrifier 2, and I don't know if our balls or our tits are going to be able to fucking take it, but I'll be goddamned if we ain't going to My nipples are hard it. right now. My nipples I'm for are real. hard. I'm, I'm ready. For, I, I got to change shirts already, and I like this fucking shirt. Yeah. Doesn't matter. That's what art does to me. David, yeah. if you're listening to this, you make this man erect. Both of us. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so let's shut it down. Thanks for watching this latest episode. And in closing, as always, I'm John. And I'm Jay. And no matter if you're going to fuck it, marry it, or kill it, take the wise words of Randy from Scream into account when you do it. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie.